And it looks like we're live. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so uh, actually, I'll wait on the Donovan Mitchell story till later because I know it's going to get brought up. So I'll wait till more people have time to hop onto the on the live stream, and I'll go through what you guys probably think is the boring stuff of me digging through the stats. It's the part that I like. So, um, unless everyone, unless a lot of people keep commenting that they don't like my me talking about the stats, then I'll keep doing it because I I enjoy it at least. Um, but the Grizzlies they made the Jazz fight for this one, um, which is good. Like I I like to see that because it it shows the Jazz under a little bit more pressure, um, which honestly with how good they've been this season, we haven't seen them in very many t- close games. They've been blowing teams out. And this Grizzlies team is a team that uh, the Jazz, they might see in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, we might see a full... So we, we kind of got to see a mini-series here. Obviously, the Grizzlies are a little bit injured. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is out. He won't be back for another month. And so, like, even if it is a first-round series, I don't even know if um, Jaron Jackson will actually be at peak health. But, yeah, but, like, that, it's cool to see that the Jazz, like, the Grizzlies really made the Jazz work for two of them. The Jazz blew out the Grizzlies in uh, in the second one of this kind of mini-series. Um, but that kind of goes to show, like, uh, like, it teaches us some stuff about the Jazz, Obviously, I think the first one, the Jazz kind of let it slip. That was on the Jazz. This one, obviously, Mitchell was out, and a lot of players weren't really playing. Or, like, they were playing fine. They just the, they just weren't shooting great. Like, even Jordan Clarkson and Bojan, they both scored 20-plus, but they were shooting, I don't know, like, under 40% from the field. Uh, Bojan was actually pretty good from three I think he was five for 11 I'll get into that when I get to the box score but glad that glad to see the Jazz beat a playoff contending team without Donovan Mitchell so that's good to see Uh, I'll I'll dig through the stats real quick Um, if you have any comments questions anything about the NBA or the Jazz put it in the live chat Um, I feel like I kind of go through my reaction to the game to kind of let you guys get a rundown of what I saw, what I thought, what I, what the stats are telling me, but, and, and part of that is also to give you guys more time to, to put stuff in the chat. So, um, if you have anything, start putting it now so that by the time I'm, I'm done digging through the numbers a little bit that we can have the conversation going and that's what make the, makes this fun. So with that being said. Uh, the team stats, like honestly, look really rough for the Jazz. They like shooting wise, the Jazz just did not shoot good. As a team, they were under they, they were forty two point seven percent from the field, which is pretty awful. Thirty two point seven percent from the three point line, which is below. I I think that's below average for teams. I may be wrong. It's like it's definitely below average for the Jazz. We expect them to see like for team. I'm used to seeing like at least 35 percent from three is kind of a mediocre game for the Jazz, um, but even with as bad as they shot from three, they shot forty nine threes, and that's pretty much what kept them in the game, because they made four less shots than the Grizzlies. They only made one more free throw, but they made eleven more threes, even though they just weren't shooting good. So, 
Um, in this case, I think the Jazz almost died by the three, but because they kept taking them, they ended up living by the three, which I, th- I think has kind of been the story for a lot of close wins for the Jazz, even though like there haven't been a ton of close wins. A lot of them have been blowouts. Um, and the other interesting stat, I, I feel like there wasn't a ton interesting except for the shooting stats and the team stats, but the other interesting stat is the Jazz, their largest lead of the game was 10 points, which means that the Grizzlies were in this game the entire time they were fighting. Uh, they knew they had the, had a chance at it the entire time. But And so, like, kudos to the Grizzlies. They They really made the Jazz work for it. But at the same time, the Jazz never let the Grizzlies have a lead of greater than one, more than one point. So that's also saying something about the Jazz that even though the Grizzlies were always right there and like there was no time to rest during this game, the Jazz were able to stay in it, uh, work through a bad shooting night without their best player on the court, and and get the victory. So I think that that this game, I think if you're a Grizzlies fan, it teaches you a lot about the Grizzlies and their grit. Um, I'm I'm guessing if you're a Grizzlies fan, you kind of already knew that there. Uh, I I know they're famous for the grit and grind back when they had uh, Zach Randolph, Marcus Gasol, Mike Conley, but the players that the Grizzlies have now are still like gritty players. So I think they still have that. They um, I'm excited to watch this Grizzlies team because uh, uh, there's a lot of fun talent on there. But it also tells us about the Jazz, even when it's even when like the other teams in it and there's no time to rest they won't they don't give up even though they didn't go on a crazy run and and really take a huge lead they stayed in it and the effort was enough to win so good for the jazz uh box score first off before i go over any jazz players shout out to john morant because he is just incredible um and the, the grizzlies they really have a pretty good young talented team and I they they were a little beat up. Uh, obviously, Jaron Jackson's a huge part of this team, and he's been out for a while. Um, I think Grayson Allen has been starting for them, at least recently. But but he didn't play tonight. But John Morant really stepped up. He he was nowhere to like show up. Like he he did not play well at all. And he he scored like I don't know like two points in the first half of the second game. But the Jazz played against the Grizzlies tonight. He came out and played. Uh, 36 points, seven assists, and he had some help in the starting lineup. Um, Valanchunas, 16 points, 14 rebounds. Anderson, sorry, I don't know his first name. Starts with a K, so if you know, let me know. Um, 18 points, 11 rebounds. So uh, really what hurt the Grizzlies here, I'm guessing, is injuries. But they, they still ran, what was that, a 10-man rotation, which is it's kind of deep, I think. Most contenders like the Jazz typically run a nine-man rotation most games. So that's, that's a little deeper than normal. And they didn't really get much of anything from the bench. Um, and actually, the Grizzlies only had two players with a positive plus-minus. That was John Morant with plus four and Valentinus with plus one. So great job with the Grizzlies. And I, I know a lot of you are here for the Jazz, so I'll jump over to them real quick. And... It was an interesting story with the Jazz. Uh, they It was really three players who scored most of their points and they got a little bit of help from um, from their starters who didn't really score great. Uh, Joe Ingles had 10, Gobert had 9, O'Neal had, I mean, Gobert had 8, excuse me, 
O'Neal had nine. And so that kind of added up and, and helped them get the win. But it was really Clarkson, Conley, and uh, Bojan. All of them scored above 20. Bojan with 23, Clarkson with 26. and I mean, Clarkson with 24, Conley with 26. And I don't know, like... So they really led. It was it was nice to see Conley get the chance to really run the offense without Mitchell playing tonight. Um, while he was back in Memphis, uh, I wonder if that means something to him because obviously that's where he spent most of his career. And once he retires, even if he you like even if he wins a championship with Utah, I bet his career will be remembered primarily for those years in Memphis, uh, and those were his best years of his career. But Really, no one played great for the Jazz except for Conley. Uh, Bojan and, and Clarkson, they, they scored a lot of numbers, but they weren't efficient. Bojan was 6 for 17 from the field. Um, Clarkson was 8 for 22 from the field. And, and 4 for 15 from 3, which is rough. Uh, so, rough shooting night for the Jazz. Glad they worked through it. Um, but yeah, and with that, now that we have some people here... I said at the very beginning when there was like one person here that I wasn't going to go over the Donovan Mitchell story. I'm guessing you've heard it if you haven't. Um, so Donovan Mitchell didn't fly with the team to Memphis. Um, and I actually didn't realize this until uh, a little bit earlier today, a couple hours ago, uh, like or a few hours ago before the game started. But So I'm guessing you heard the headline the the plane mishap Carter mentioned it in the live chat uh glad the Jazz are okay um after that plane mishap um yeah and then he and to get right into the story he says is it safe to say that Mitchell was shaken up to board another plane I mean who wouldn't be that's what I guess it would be uh so those who don't know the the Jazz when they flew when they were flying to go to Memphis uh their plane hit a flock of birds it uh, that busted up one of the engines, so they had to turn around, uh, have an emergency landing back at the Salt Lake Airport. Uh, so they landed fine. Um, pilots were great. Everyone was fine. But I'm guessing, and like Mitchell was on that plane, but then when they landed and took off again, Mitchell was not on the plane that left again. So just from that, I'm assuming it, he's shaken up and he didn't want to fly right then. I pro I. I'd probably be in a similar situation. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. I'm not like that's kind of scary though. I I don't know how I'd be. And apparently, I was reading one of the articles trying to figure out exactly why he uh, didn't fly with them. And and the official reason is personal reasons, and that's all they disclosed. But one one other article said that uh, somewhere in the past, Donovan Mitchell had mentioned that he is afraid of flying. So if if he's already like a little bit afraid of flying, obviously it's not terrible because he's flying all the time. But if he does have that, like he's a little bit nervous about being on a plane and then that happens, oh, 100% understandable that he he didn't want to get another plane. Um, my, so like, I'm guessing that's what happened. I'm glad the Jazz got the win when when he wasn't able to be there. My one concern is, like with Donovan Mitchell not playing is he's he's been so hot recently he's been doing playing amazing basketball he's been scoring like um if like 30 plus points a night if he wasn't hitting 30 like high 20s 
and he was getting those five plus and assists and rebounds every night, usually like six or seven in the past, in the most recent games. And like, he's really been playing like an MVP caliber player. So I'm hoping that him getting shaken up like that from the plane, I'm hoping that doesn't distract him. I'm hoping that doesn't translate over to the court. And, um, yeah, and I, I don't like, he's, he's a professional, so I don't expect him to miss any other road games due to something like this, unless another plane engine blows up on them. Uh, that might be a little bit traumatic and might make him miss a few more, but I understand why that happened to him. Uh, rough, but glad the Jazz got the victory without him. And I really hope he comes back next game they play and really, and he just balls out, scores 35 again, and and everything's great. Um, with that being said, I'll I'll pull up the Jazz schedule and we can kind of go over that, but uh, the chat's not really going, guys, so I'll give you the little rant again. Um, don't forget to like the video. It helps people show up and, and encourages them to chat, which is what makes this fun. Also, if you have any thoughts, anything about the game, even if I've said it already, like go ahead and throw it in the chat and, and, and we can dig a little deeper into that. Um, that being said, so the next game, I'll pull up the full schedule real quick, but the next game will be on... April 2nd, which which is today's Wednesday, so on Friday, against the Bulls. It will be in Salt Lake. So that should be a fun game. I believe, actually, so I'll I'll be covering the post-game because I think Nate's going to that game, um, which I'm guessing, because like, Nate got the tickets before the trade deadline, and since the trade deadline, the Bulls have become a much more exciting team to watch. Uh, so I think, I think he kind of got lucky as his game became a lot more valuable than probably what he initially paid for. Uh, I'm excited for this game with the Bulls. Obviously, I think that even with the acquisitions the Bulls got, the Jazz are a way better team. Um, everyone's healthy with the Jazz, so I expect the Jazz to beat the Bulls pretty handily. Um, especially they've been... They've been winning really well, so. Oh, ESPN's weird. Um, but yeah, I, I expect that game to go well. And keep going in the chat because I clicked on the full schedule for the Jazz, and it brought me to the Wizards game that happened. Um, I don't remember when it happened. Must have been a while ago. Um, but the Jazz lost it. Donovan Mitchell scored 42 points, if anyone's wondering. But I guess I'll ramble on for a little bit while I can pull up the schedule. The Jazz are playing the Bulls on Friday. And I believe they have another game that Saturday. It is against the Kings, if I remember correctly. Um, so... The next couple games, at least, I think they'll be entertaining to watch because there's some good talent, but I don't think there are any teams that the Jazz should have a problem with, especially with how they've been playing recently. Um, Jazz have been playing great. That being said, um, like the story of the season so far is, obviously, at the beginning, we were a little disappointed. Then they went on this crazy stretch. Towards the end of that, everyone's like, okay, the Jazz are legit championship contenders. Then they go on a 
kind of bad stretch again, just like the beginning of the season, but that wasn't very long. And now they're on a pretty good streak right now. Let's see. They've won, what is this, uh, seven in a row now? Oh, I was wrong. It's not the Kings on Saturday. It's the Magic. The Kings are next Saturday. Uh, so the Saturday after that. Um, so I'm curious, those who are listening, hey, Sawyer. <laughs> uh, but those who are listening, like, the season's starting to get to that wrap-up point. We're getting into April. We have a month and a half of basketball left, so we still have plenty of games to watch. But looking at the Jazz schedule, um, with a couple exceptions, a lot of these are pretty easy games that I expect the Jazz to win. Um, we have so we have Chicago, Orlando, and then we have a tough stretch of three games, which I still expect the Jazz to win. I'm really excited for that Phoenix game, but we we have Dallas, Phoenix, Portland. And I don't know about you, but like <laughs> I think the Jazz are better than all of those teams. As good as Phoenix has been playing and as fun as that game will be, I think the Jazz are um not only a better team, I think they're a much better team than Phoenix. And that might be disrespecting Phoenix, but that's what I think. What what do you guys think about that? Uh, first, but then after that, just like a gl- like, obviously they'll lose a couple of these games, but just glancing over their schedule, games that I'm actually concerned that they they might lose to, or they might even lose in a series to this team is like so maybe Phoenix, uh, but then again, like I said, I think the Jazz are like a different tier than Phoenix, so I don't even think the Jazz would lose a series to Phoenix. Um, we play the Lakers twice play Phoenix again, play Denver. And those are the only team, like, they play Golden State, which Golden State's mad this year, and Portland again. But I'm not worried about either of those teams, so I don't know. What what do you guys think about how the Jazz will finish this season? Do you think it's, uh, like, barring any injuries, is it pretty much a lock that they have the first seed in the West? And how how do you think this team is, like, built for the playoffs? Um, cause that's going to be the major critique of anyone who, uh, going into the playoffs, there's going to be a lot of people saying the jazz aren't good or built for playoffs. So they'll say that they're good, but they'll say that come the pressure when it gets into that second round, or if they make it to the Western conference finals, they, they just won't be able to handle those caliber of teams when it comes to playoffs. Um, which I don't think that, but obviously I've been following the Jazz really closely, and so I, I do have that kind of nervous thing. Like, I don't know, like, um, I don't know if this is a relatable feeling, but so my brother, he's uh, a little sidetrack. Hope, hope you guys like this story. But my brother, he's actually a, um, a professional MMA fighter, and uh, like, watching because MMA fighters they only get to fight a couple times a year like three times when they're really like active at it unless you're crazy and so he doesn't get many chances to fight and so each fight is like a huge one like with the game with the games in the regular season if the Jazz lose one even if it's one that they should have won I'm just kind of eh there's always next game like we're still first um but then like watching my brother fight that's super nerve-wracking like it's it's like one of the most stressful things I go through as as far as sports, not like as far as overall in life, but 
like that feeling of anxiety when it's like someone you really know and this is a huge thing um that's really nervous so i feel like that's going to be a similar feeling to have especially as a jazz like because uh, i fully expect them to advance past the first round unless something ridiculous happens and the lakers are just somehow collapse to the eighth seed and then they come full health and are just really good and somehow the jazz can't make it out of that um that would be but like i fully expect them to make it out first round obviously second round um with how things are stacked up now i still expect them to it may be a little tougher depending on how far the lakers or clippers fall and how that happens but as they get into that second third round it's going to be really nervous watching those games um so I, I believe in them. I think they have what it takes. But then again, like we watched last year when they lost to the Nuggets and gave blew that three one lead, that would like they had it, but then they let it slip. So in a seven game series, like you have multiple chances, but it's still not that many chances, especially with a really good team. So I'm really hyped for the playoffs. Um, I'm home, I'm kind of tired of the regular season, but there are some good games to happen, and. And it will come faster than we think. Um, so Sawyer left some comments while I kind of went on that rant. Um, he said that was a uh, stressful. Ah, excuse me. That was a stressful game, but Conley stepped up. Yeah, um, I think it's one of those games where it's really fun to watch because it's close and they fight. Uh, they like have to fight for it. Obviously, the Jazz did not shoot well. So if the Jazz shot how they normally did, it probably would have been a blowout. Um, I wasn't watching close enough to, to like see if they weren't shooting well just because it was an off night or maybe they were a little shaken up from the plane or maybe I, it may have been the Grizzlies just tried something new on defense and really, uh, that, that hurt their shooting percentage, but glad, glad the Jazz made it out. Conley played great. So yeah, that, um, it was stressful, especially towards the end, like right at the, last few seconds i it kind of reminded me of the end of that um first game against the against the grizzlies um sorry says i'm worried about the nuggets and the 76ers um yeah i think i think in the west there's a lot of good teams in the west i'm 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 not too worried about the suns even though they're they're playing really well right now um I want to see how the Nuggets play with their new additions. Uh, I, I think they've been playing good, but not great. I think the Jazz are a much better team than how they have been playing. But now that they got a few new pieces at the trade deadline, the Nuggets might be a lot better. And then obviously the LA teams. Everyone else in the West, I think the Jazz should win. We should beat in a seven-game series. But there's enough talent out there that an upset isn't like impossible. And then in the East. I, I agree with you. The 76ers and the Nets at full health, I would be I'd be worried about. Everyone else in the East, I'm not really too too scared of. I th- I think the Jazz could handle and um, I think the Jazz would actually do really well in a series against the Bucks and and the Heat, which are the other teams that I think people or I guess the Celtics as well. Um, we'll have to see how the Celtics play with their new additions, but. The Jazz have looked really good against the Celtics the times the two times that they played so far this season. And then for my brother, he's oh his uh, my brother who's the MMA fighter. He's his name is Thomas Harper. You can look him up. He's um 
he went pro like time wise he went pro a while ago but he still only had two pro fights uh because um the lockdown and everything and um or yeah i think it's two it might have been i two or three fights and professionally he's had several amateur before he went pro but um last one was a rough loss for him uh but I, i won't get too much into it he basically he um during his fight camp when he was prepping for the fight um right in the middle of it he had to quarantine so he couldn't really um like get the full training camp in and so he i don't think he was as prepped uh, he wasn't as prepped for it as he should have been but i'm excited for his next fight though i don't think it's scheduled yet but um it should be good uh with that being said though like i don't know i'm i'm excited for the jazz uh, I feel like the chat's been kind of dead, so I'll, I'm going to end it now. But great game. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm like, good win for the Jazz. Hopefully Mitchell's okay, and hopefully he gets over, um, uh, like like any any issues. And I'm assuming it's a plain thing. It may be something else that just happened to come up personally for him right then. So if if that's the case, hopefully hopefully that goes. He can smooth that out. The good news for the Jazz is they don't really have any super crazy road trips anymore. They do have kind of like one stretch, I guess. Well, that's not even bad. They have a stretch where they're in L.A., they fly to Houston, come to Salt Lake, fly to Minnesota, fly to Sacramento, fly to Phoenix, and then after that, so so that's kind of a tough stretch, but most other than that, it's like really short flights. Um, so no no more Eastern Conference teams that they have to play away. Every Eastern Conference team for the rest of the year is in Salt Lake. So I'm curious if like having those shorter flights, maybe maybe they can rest a little more. Um, maybe that could. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see if if maybe that carries over into the playoffs and maybe they come a little more rested than uh, other teams who may have crazy road trips right towards the end of the season. And and right before I wrap up, Will Jensen had another uh, comment that I'll that I'll address and then I'll end the stream. But he said, "I don't want what happened to hurt Donovan's confidence." Yeah, that's my main concern. I like Donovan's a professional, so I don't think it will. Um. Uh, if anything, maybe maybe that extra time and having a little bit of a break helped him. Um, I don't know, work on something. I maybe that break helped him. Uh, I do anticipate like because obviously he's been playing out of his mind recently. I do anticipate that the next couple games he won't be as good just because to perform at that level, like you need to kind of stay at that level. Um, and and I don't know if you you guys have experienced this in your own life, but it's like when you're really efficient and you stay efficient, then it's easy to like be there and like and this is like anything um, or or any habit. Like if you're, um, I don't know, it it applies to pretty much anything. So like it's easy to stay in in the zone when you're in the zone, but as soon as you like break the habit or or cut something off for a day, 
or anything like it's a lot harder to get back into it so I expect Donovan Mitchell to still play well he I'm just don't it like my prediction is for the next couple games he might be down to the lower 20 scoring and and maybe a few uh, lower rebounds or lower assist games before he gets back up to that super efficient self just because he's kind of shaken up here and then he missed a game so that would be my guess I don't think it'll actually hurt the jazz in the long run though but thanks for tuning in guys that was great we'll have I'll I'll cover the stream against the Bulls on Friday night and then after that the jazz I believe it's on Saturday yeah the jazz played the magic so we'll release our normal weekly episode on Saturday and then have the stream with the magic at that point um actually I don't know we might not release it on Saturday so so don't quote me on that we may or may not um because I have some things scheduled where I need help building a website so that might conflict with it so we, we may either post something else or or just go with the streams and wait till next week because not a ton has changed this week um but yeah so if you're a jazz fan make sure you're subscribed so that you can um hop on these streams see them right as they pop up and and really participate in the live chat thanks again guys for tuning in it was great great win for the jazz and i'll talk to you all on friday night have a good night guys